0: BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing
1: happening. And your host, Nick Costos.
2: Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form.
1: It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM.
2: It is a tremendous football Thursday. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here with us on You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network. Simulcast now by our friends at Stadium for the next two hours. And we got a badass two hours of WagerTainment coming your way, getting you said to bet and win this weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend in the National Football League. Now, next hour on the show, so starting 60 minutes from now, the 5 o'clock hour Eastern time, Ken and I are going to run through all six games, Super Wild Card Weekend. We haven't had a show since Monday because we're working on Saturday and Sunday this week. We'll roll through every single game, updated injury information, you know, movement on side and total, the weather situations that we've got on Saturday night, in Kansas City, Sunday afternoon in Buffalo. We'll talk about Jalen Hurts' injured finger in his hands. We'll get into A.J. Brown and his injury status for the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll roll through everything Super Bowl Wild Card Weekend. Ken and I will. Our analysis coming up 60 minutes from now. We will also get to, over the course of the show, Bill Belichick out in New England, Mike Vrabel out in Tennessee, Pete Carroll out in Seattle, and Nick Saban retiring as head coach at Alabama. And we'll give you the betting spin with the betting markets Open next head coach at We'll do that coming up at 6 o'clock Eastern time. We'll also give you all our bets for tonight in the power hour, final hour of the show. 20 minutes from now, Connor Allen stops by, four for four in bet spurts. Connor will give us all his prop bets coming up for Super Wildcard Weekend. Pro Sports better Rompazola joins us in 40 minutes. Rob will roll through all six games this weekend in the NFL, give us his picks and analysis. But joining us right now, like the guest list today is insane. We had Joey Kanishta and our number one. How about we go from Kanish to our friend Adam Chernoff who's been amazing with us all season, joining us here in this spot on Thursdays at four o'clock Eastern time, breaking down the national football league. Churn has a uh, NFL betting podcast that everybody should check out. The simple handicap. It is awesome. Again, check it out where you find your podcast, the simple handicap. Churn also does great work with our friends at right angle sports. And they have an app, the RAS app, a free download featuring insight and commentary from pro bettors on everything happening in the NFL. He is on Twitter at Adam Chernoff. Chern, Welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Super Wildcard Weekend, my friend, to you and yours.
1: A happy Super Wildcard Weekend to you guys as well. I have a bit of a problem with the first segment because that $75,000 number you threw out there can't be a real number. I know we get caught up in the heat of the moment on air, but that can't be a real number, Nick. Come on.
2: it 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 is. What? I...
0: What's your what's your number, Adam? Like, so, to, 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 For people who are joining in on stadium for the first time, we debated how much money it would take for us to attend the Dolphins-Chiefs game on Saturday night where the projected wind chill is about negative 25, and you have to sit outside for three. You could stand if you want to. You have to stand still for whatever, three hours, three and a half hours to watch the game. We we were talking throwing out numbers like 50, 75, 100,000. Adam, it sounds like your number is much less than that. Well, he is lives that, like in the North like,
2: Pole, right? In Canada, yeah, so I like, mean like, I, I don't know.
0: That's different. You could be inside whenever you want this. You can't be inside. You're basically like imprisoned at Arrowhead Stadium for three and a half hours. What what would your number be, Adam?
1: Okay, so I would do it if the tickets were decent and free. And the reason I say that is because I'm not a big go-to-game guy, but one of my best football-watching memories live in stadium was a great cup played in Calgary, Alberta, when it was minus 25 Celsius, so I didn't even know what the conversion on that to Fahrenheit is. It's colder than this game in Arrowhead, and it was a great time. But as you mentioned, there's the Canadian bias. But I think there's a massive difference between free tickets and a good seat versus 75K. I thought Nick was wait, on the so, Wait,
2: so, so, you, so, so you would go for free? Like, you got free tickets, you would just go to the If the, the game. seats were good.
1: Yeah, like, if I wouldn't pay to go sit in that at the current stage of life I'm in. But if you said, here's free tickets, and they were good seats... I would, I would absolutely attend it. I think it's going to be a great game.
2: What? What a what a lunatic! That. God, yeah. a, God Almighty! I guess the Canadians are hashtag hashtag different. Sure. By the way, Breakup. uh negative uh, fifty minus twenty five Celsius, uh minus thirteen Fahrenheit. God, God bless. He's t- tougher than me for, for sure. Yeah. All right, sure. Great cup ice. To ball. To, uh, the, the the great. I think mean, that's like to be fair. That's just like. Like the, the baseball ball, eh? pro- 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 yeah. probably like in Canada, that's probably like every right, game that's, that's played this bowl. time of year outside. We just call it a ball, all right. Yeah. Uh, why don't we um, why don't we actually start with that game and then we'll do Brown texas We'll we'll try to do all six games over the course of the segment. So, Churn, maybe like like you know, a little bit of time on each of these games. You said you think it's going to be a good game. I agree. Uh, I think the number's a little too gone too far. I like the Dolphins plus the 4.5. Uh, Casey, a 4.5-point home favorite on Saturday night. Again, like in, in, the weather's going to be ridiculously cold. Total has just dipped down at BetMGM from 44 to 43.5. Waddle and Mostert both practicing today. We're waiting for the full report to find out like what the status was of their practice, the designation. But both at practice, Probably no Xavier and Howard for Miami. Churn, are you betting Saturday night Dolphins and Chiefs? And if so, what do you like?
1: I like the over. I would say at 43.5 currently, that's good at less than 44. With the way that it might get the attention, because it's so cold as we get closer to kickoff, maybe you get a little bit better. There's a lot of data that shows when you get below that 20-degree mark, the cold itself is not a big impact on scoring, and it's not a big impact on offensive production. So I think that might get overblown a bit. The big thing to watch is the wind. Right now it's okay. So I like the over at 43-and-a-half. I expect Mostert to play. I expect Waddle to play. And I think Miami will be able to run on this Kansas City defense, which has been vulnerable against the run all year. And on the other side, I think that the tackle situation the Chiefs have dealt with the last few weeks is not going to be tested because of all the Dolphins' injuries. I also think that allows them to get Kelsey and Rice out of the slot involved over the middle of the field. To me, that week of rest last week goes a long way. So I think you'll see Kansas City offensively look a bit better too. So to me, 43-and-a-half were a point less than a Flacco-Stroud game being played earlier in the day, and you have Mahomes versus McDaniels. Uh, I'll go over.
0: Yeah, and Adam, you referenced the the Flacco Stroud game. I guess we're gonna do that. I was gonna ask you about Buffalo, but let's do that game first. Cleveland Houston is the first game of Super Wildcard Weekend, 4:30 Eastern on Saturday, as you mentioned. Flacco against Stroud. Now this is a rematch game from from just a few weeks ago, but that wasn't Flacco against Stroud. Stroud was out with a concussion. That was Flacco versus a combination of Case Keenum and Davis Mills, so a little bit different. The Browns won that game and scored a ton of points. Uh, in the quote unquote rematch, now with Stroud at quarterback, Browns and the Texans actually got bet a little bit today because this was kind of two, two and a half, just twos everywhere. So some money on Houston, Browns two, and f- as you mentioned, the total 44 and a half. Uh, strong opinion on this game at all?
1: Not super strong. I like Cleveland in this spot. I think the inexperience of Stroud as well as Slowick, as well as Ryan's in this spot, you get the trio in their playoff day. I think that matters um, quite a bit for their current positions. We've seen quarterbacks making their debut. It gets talked about a ton, but it's just a classic underperformance spot and slow worries me a bit just because he likes to run the football so much and I don't think you're having a lot of success doing that against Cleveland the Denzel Ward today uh, that injury was a surprise Uh, nobody expected that to happen and so his status is a little bit concerning but I think defensively this Browns unit is going to have a pretty good game and we see Stroud struggle And, and to me it's it's Flacco and an experienced offense just finding a way to move it on a defense that might be a little bit overrated, especially against the run. That's where they're best. But last week, Jonathan Taylor at less than 100% ran all over them. So there's a chance that the Browns get some run support too. So um, I, the, the price is just, it's just a touch high. But uh, Cleveland for me in this spot.
2: Uh, Denzel Ward, by the way, what Adam's referring to, uh, limited today in practice with a knee injury. Ian Rappaport tweeted shortly after Kevin Stefanski addressed the media with that news. He said that he's told that Ward is okay, which would lead you to believe that Ward will play on Saturday for the Browns on the road in Houston. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Thursday, talking Super Wild Card Weekend with our friend Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap podcast and Right Angle Sports. He is on Twitter at... Adam Chernoff. All right, Chernoff, we got like six minutes left and four games to hit. Let's go to Sunday afternoon with the Bills and the Steelers. Obviously a game kind of like your handicap, probably predicated on the weather. Buffalo a 10-point favorite as of right now, total 35.5. Some rumblings that the NFL might look to move this game. We kind of wait on the, the veracity of those reports. As it stands right now, do you have like a strategy for how you'd like to bet this game? And then we can go to uh, a domed game, a couple domed games coming up the rest of Sunday.
1: Uh, Bill's fans might riot if they get the home playoff game taken away from them. So that'll be something if that comes to fruition. Um, Obviously, the total's totally predicated on the weather. We've seen a big move. For me, the side in this game, it's a monster number. I think you only could look the way of the Bills in this spot. Mason Rudolph has got the benefit of of three pretty easy defenses. He struggled against backups in Baltimore in a similar weather situation. I think this is a a brutal spot for another debut QB in the playoffs going on the road to face Buffalo. Um, So to me, uh, I I could only look Buffalo in this spot, but I, I can't make a bet on this game with the weather the way it is, and we might not even know where this is being played. So it's kind of a stay away right now, but Buffalo or nothing.
0: Yeah, no no T.J. Watt, obviously, too, for the Steelers. One of the reasons why the number is really high. Uh, Cowboys, Packers, Adam, I don't have to give you a weather forecast for like the first time basically in this interview. Don't have any crazy stuff going on. Just kind of a normal playoff game inside where Dallas has been absolutely electric the entire season. Cowboys, seven. So the move in the last two days has been money coming on the Packers at seven and a half. Cowboys, seven and 50 and a half the total. Uh, What do we got here in about a minute?
1: I agree with the move from seven and a half to seven. At seven, put on the spot, I'd still be looking at the Packers. We've seen them with a couple big games against Detroit on Thanksgiving. We saw them against Kansas City really show out with the offense and have a much more aggressive game plan than they typically do. And I think with the wide receivers coming back, another all hands on deck effort. I think of all the debut QBs, uh, this one might be the spot where you see uh, the first-timer overperform in a spot against this Cowboys defense with a dinged-up Gilmore. And I will say about this Cowboys offense, downtrending a little bit to end the season has not been nearly as crisp as it has earlier in the year. And if McCarthy has to make some late-game decisions, I, just, I see him tightening up a little bit, too. So I think the numbers... Uh, A lot closer to right at 7 than 7.5, but uh, I would still look Packers in this one.
2: And by the way, kind of like the specter of Bill Belichick maybe hanging over this game if things go poorly for Mike McCarthy and the uh, and the Dallas. I like Dallas in the game, just saying. Like, Dallas loses, maybe Bill Belichick's the next the next head coach coming up of the Dallas Cowboys. Churn Sunday night football in Motown. Lions in between a three and three and a half point home favorite against Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Total 51 and a half here in the Stafford Bowl. About 60 seconds here for this one so we can get to the Eagles and the Bucks to close.
1: Another tough one and a week of tough games. I'm looking at this at, at three, and I would have to go Rams or nothing um, in this spot. I think McVay versus Goff matters a lot. And I, I also think that this Lions defense, which has finished out bottom eight over the course of the season, but also got the benefit of getting quite lucky from Nick Mullins' turnovers, as well as some Cowboys' mistakes inside the red zone. They could have looked a whole lot worse the final couple weeks of the season, and now you face a Rams offense that got a much-needed week of rest for Stafford and Williams and Cub down the stretch. Uh, And so I think it's going to be a tough day for the Lions defensively, and if Goff has to play catch-up against his own coverage for the Rams, it's a spot where he's historically struggled too. So uh, unless Detroit gets out and gets the ground game working early, which they certainly may be able to do, um, I think the Rams are going to be comfortable in this spot. So I would look to the Rams with the points.
0: Adam last game and uh, Monday night football, super wildcard weekend Eagles bucks. And part of this conversation, Eagles are a three point road favorite. So this is three everywhere now and the totals 44, whether or not going to be in issue you're going to be like 80 degrees during the, you might have cramping actually for a bunch of the teams to be, or for both teams, to be honest, uh, health, right. We don't know if Jalen Hurts is necessarily 100%. He's kind of telling you he's not 100%. Hasn't really been able to practice in full yet this week. Eagles have a bunch of other injuries you can go through if you want to, but kind of a beat-up Eagles team against Tampa and Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles. Eagles three on the road. Uh, in about a minute here, what do you like?
1: Yeah, this is, a, again, it's a broken record, but another tough one because you have a spot where it looks like you would want to oppose the Eagles for everything you just mentioned. Hurts. The way he's handling these pressers, his body language, how he's talking about teammates, very concerning. But then also equally concerning, A.J. Brown hurt, Devontae Smith hurt. You have guys on the defensive side and the secondary hurt. A- everything would make me want to play the Bucks in this spot. But, again, May- Mayfield looked far less than 100% in the final game of the season against the Panthers. All practice reports this week were saying he wouldn't be practicing if this was a normal week. I don't know what you're getting from him in this spot, and you have to trust the first time offensive play caller with Dave Canales to get it right at home against this Eagles team. So, uh I'm forced to it, I, I go Bucks or nothing. Getting 3, but um, boy, this is this is a, a tough one to have any sort of conviction on.
2: They did listen. The NFL playoffs pretty pretty sharp. <laughs> it's tough, right? So, we'll we'll see what happens coming up with these 6 games. Uh the analysis as always amazing from our friends the uh, the insane Adam Chernoff was like yeah like yeah give me free tickets and I'd I'd would love to go sit outside thirty degrees below what a what a lunatic God bless him uh, Chern we appreciate you man the Simple Handicap podcast everyone should check it out download the Right Angle Sports app my friend best of luck with the bets stay well stay warm and we'll talk to you for the divisional round next week
1: thanks very much guys enjoy the weekend
2: a <laughs> crazy person man like what. <laughs>
0: I have that board up too, real quick. A couple of the four and a halves are getting bet toward Kansas City, also.
2: Oh, yeah. But, yeah. That's Miami <laughs> Dolphins, number one. Uh, coming up next, Connor Allen, number one. Connor Allen joins us from four for four in bet His favorite prop bets coming up for Super Wildcard Weekend.
1: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL network.